Originating from a secret underground bunker buried deep in the heart of Chicago's north side, two fans dare to defy the laws of man to bring you a podcast about the south side hitmen, the good guys who wear black. There's a sense of pride. Um, there's a sense of, of purpose. Azagir, by far. He was my favorite player. Well, all time, it's Paul Canerco. I love the hot dogs. I love the grilled onions. And I can't believe it's been 13 years. 13 painful, painful years. <laughs> because good guys wear black. Good guys talk back. All right, Sax fans. This is Good Guys Talk Back, episode 16. We are recording on... Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019, and if you're listening at a different point uh, in the week or even in the season, uh, we are four games in of actual baseball. The Sox are one and three. Um, uh, Jeff and I are pretty angry, uh, but there are some highlights that we are going to get to, but first let me bring in my co-host, Jeff Julian. Hello, sir. Hey. How are you? I, you know, I'm a little, I'm just on edge. Uh, I'm on edge. It's, you know. And I'm, and I'm Mr. Overreaction, by the way. So I will own that. I will, I will wear that label. I am Mr. Overreaction. And there's a lot to overreact about. We really thought about initially naming the podcast (laughs) Mr. Overreaction, but uh, we, you know, we, we went with the play on words, but we we, we might do a second run of t-shirts. Mr. Instead of, you know, Mr. October, Mr. Overreaction. With my mug and a thumbs up, Mr. Overreaction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I mean, it, it, it was sort of four games of highs and, and, and lows. And, and I'm interested to get your perspective, of course, because I know you watched every single minute (laughs) of it and I sort of dipped in and out and caught some radio, caught some TV and you know, I, I here here's my take on it. I'm not surprised. I'm mm-hmm. disappointed in the fact that you really should be two and two right now. Sure. Oh, and and if if that, yeah. And and why two and two looks better than 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 one and three? I don't know, but it just does. A game, even a at game. The, even at the beginning of the year, yeah. I think two and two, you'd feel a little bit more optimistic, and I I think you the the glaring weaknesses would be a little bit more covered up but i think this team has some some real weaknesses yeah. that we're not mm-hmm. surprised about not at all and uh, i'm going to just uh backtrack just a little bit folks um just to give you kind of a just the layout uh we we definitely are going to get to the first four games uh we're going to get to you know home opener in a few days we're going to get to some other amenities at uh, the ballpark that they're rolling out, especially more information on Goose Island. What else is going on in, in, in the major leagues? Um, some real, some head scratchers, really, small with the small sample size. Yeah. Um, but, of course, first, it, it's real baseball. Uh, Sox are one and three. Uh, as you said, as you said, Jeff, should be two and two. And the reason why it's – I feel like it. the one and three is so bitter is because you're up. You know, in the first game with Cleveland yesterday, you're up 3-1 in the eighth. Yep. yep. Okay, and then you hand the ball to your revamped bullpen. All right, that, that money was spent. But here's the thing. 
Herrera and Colome didn't pitch. Yeah, yeah. Your your yeah. big boys and Ricky says he doesn't want to overuse him. Didn't want to use him back to back days. Those have been the bright spots in the bullpen. Herrera yeah. looks sharp. He really does. He's pumping the ball in the mid to low nineties. His location spot on. Colome looks nasty. Uh, that one two punch on Sunday to get their first win. Love that. Yeah, and we talked about this in our in our season predictions. You know, my my thought was that, and and I think we saw this. This team is not going to have any problem scoring runs. They're going to score a lot of runs, but scoring a lot of runs will not help you if you lose games eight to six after you've had a six five lead, or you sure. lose a game mm-hmm. six to three or five to three after you've had a three one lead. If you can't count on your bullpen in the eighth inning, if you can't yeah. take oh. a lead and turn the ball over and go lights out on eight and nine and and walk away with a victory that was in your hands, you're going to lose a lot of games. So let me uh, so let me take you in terms of these scoring runs. Sure, runs have been scored, but it's when they're being scored. Okay, game one, uh, opening day, two hour two hour weather delay in Kansas City. Sox lose five three. They did not score runs until the ninth inning. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they scored, but it wasn't until the ninth right. inning where they started chipping away at the bullpen. Right. Game two, they lose. Um, didn't score runs until the sixth inning. All right. So yeah. a little, little bit better. Game three, they win. Yeah. And they started scoring in the fourth inning. Yep. Still, in my mind, fourth, boy, uh, it's really slow. And then yesterday, uh, you know, they lose the first game in Cleveland, and they didn't score runs until the eighth inning. They got three, and they went up three to one. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that is a trend right now. These first four games that needs to stop. You need to start scoring some runs and get the offense going earlier in the game. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not even runs are. Hey, runs are the name of the game, but I'm even talking about hitting. We're Mm -hmm. not getting hits until Mm -hmm. mid to late in the game, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I mean, I don't think we're facing anybody. Here's here's going to be the test tomorrow uh, in the day game. You got Kluber on the mound for Cleveland. Yeah, and if you can't score runs about some of these other knuckleheads that Kansas City threw up, and heck, they pitched good games, but come on, right? Come on, you're not going to have any shot against Kluber, right? So yep. this this is these are where we're ranking right now, uh, numbers wise, Jeff, in the first uh, first four games. Okay, now mind you, last year, Sox ranked 27th in defense, mm-hmm. okay, and ranked 22nd in offense. Okay. okay. So they lost 100 games, so no surprise that they ranked there. Right now, through the first four, our offense is ranked 23rd. Our defense is ranked 25th. Yeah. Our pitching is 24th, and our bullpen is one of the worst bullpens. We're 29th out of, yeah. uh, out of 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those kind of numbers are going to, and that's why you're one and three. Yeah. I and mean, trending towards you know, another hundred loss. Numbers season. are numbers. I mean, we're hitting yeah. 211 as a team. Yeah. Uh, talk so, me off the ledge. No, I, I wish I could. I, 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 I think it, again, it's four games. Four games is not a trend, but what you want to see is improvement. And I don't think we're seeing it. And then you're you're seeing some good things. Moncada, he's playing great third base. He really he's is really hitting I the mean, cover off natural. of the ball. Yeah. That's great. That you can build on. Abreu mm-hmm. looks like he's 
He's healthy, coming. He's starting the season hot, well, which is an anomaly. Starting the season hot. You got a hell of a performance from from Giolito mm-hmm. up until what did they end up pulling him in the sixth or the seventh? He went into the seventh, and, then, the and seventh, then Nova yeah. had a great outing yeah. yesterday as well. And yeah, those are good points. So you, you got some you got some bright spots there, but you know, Yomer Sanchez looks terrible. Looks like he's out of his element. Yeah, I mean, I mean his numbers. Both uh, fielding and and batting are terrible. He's got a couple errors already, yeah. and the errors that he, uh, he has made have been in critical situations. Yep. Like he yep. just got frozen, and he didn't deer in headlights, and they cost us runs late in the game. And and we had said this a little bit before we started the podcast, um, before we started recording. Yeah, it's a lose lose. Who else does Renteria have to put in there? Yeah, and. You know, shame on management for spending a whole offseason playing a game they didn't know how to play. Right. And this is our guy that we have at second base. Yeah. Uh, he's a, I think Yolmer is a quality off the bench utility guy, but I just don't think he's a starting second baseman in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And then Anderson's got two errors. Oh, my goodness. And so, you know, you're, you're, you're right back there. So defense. Really Ugh. spotty so so far, and yeah. so you got to get better there. You got to do. You, you have got to be able to count on that bullpen. I still think they're going to hit. I, I I think they're going to hit a ton once they get going. Jimenez got his first couple of hits, and he got his first couple of hits. But you know, and I said this to you in a text over the weekend. He can't hit a breaking ball to save his life. I mean, yeah. he is, you know, uh, Hollywood come to life. He's Serrano from Major League. Uh, <laughs> you know, you pump fastballs at that guy in the movie, and he crushes him, you know, out of the stadium or into the left bleacher. Well, I'm not going to go that far yet. I mean, I put a lot of my uh, my preseason bets on. Uh... Yeah. You know, by the way, and I thought you were insane for being so bullish on Eloy, and here he is. Yeah, they gave him an extension. They brought him up, and I'm like, "Oh man, he uh, might uh, Julian might hit these bets." Yeah, listen, here. listen. I mean, he's who, hitting a buck twenty or something is, right now. Is it too early to check in on some of these? Who's uh, yeah? You, know, you won the first. All right, you won the good. first. There's there's only been one bet claimed uh, so far, and uh, Jeff had uh, first home run of the season. You had a Brayu. That's right. That's I right. took uh, I took Alonzo. And Guess who the second home run of the season? It was. It was. A, oh, it was, it was a a, didn't, didn't they go back? To I think that? they went. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Anderson's already trending up on uh, on the errors, so I'm in good shape there. Now, uh, if uh, I think Moncada is not going to help me out with the strikeout number, so he's got. I bet he's. He looks really good. He looks I mean, much he looks better. Really he good. looks much better. And you know, listening to the broadcast with with Stone and Benetti and. And Stone saying that he was approached, uh, Mankata was approached in the offseason by management, asked, would you be interested in, in possibly moving to third? And Mankata seemed to light up about it. Like, yeah, yeah I, I would love it. I would love to, you know, play third. Almost like that's my natural position, which as fans, we were led to believe, I got the feeling that second was where he wanted to play. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that, but he looks at home at third. He looks comfortable. Uh, at the plate, he's more aggressive. He's not getting deep in counts. Uh, he's squaring pitches up. I... Yeah, here's his line so far. In 17 at-bats, he's batting 412. He's got an on-base percentage of 444. He's slugging seven, o- over 700. Mm-hmm. He's got no strikeouts. He's got um, three walks. Um, 
I got him at three strikeouts. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, zero stolen bases. Yeah, three, yeah, yeah, three yeah. strikeouts. Yeah, yeah sorry. I, yeah. I, I'd, I'd have moved a little bit over there. One walk, four RBIs, one home run. And seven hits. Yeah. So well, so you, and the, and that's I, I take that as a huge highlight right now. And he's had no errors. Yeah. He's, he's got a, a one thousand yeah. fielding percentage. And he's made some tough plays too. Some real just reactionary plays. Um, it, the the issue I'm I'm noticing is they don't know where to put him in the lineup right now because you don't really know what you got from these guys. So yeah, right. who do you put in front of him? Who do you pad him with? Maybe uh, he's been he's been moving in the lineup a little bit I, I, too I was much gonna, for me. But you, they're still trying to figure that out. I was going to ask you: Has has Renteria kept a pretty stable stable lineup during during these first four games? Uh, for the most part, he 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 messed with some things. I think it was yesterday he put Polka hitting second, and his reasoning was. Well, with the righty Clevenger pitching for Cleveland, you know we're we're banking on Polka just kind of almost like running into a pitch with his violent swing, and I, I don't know if he was joking, April Fools or what, but that is not the reason why you put a guy like Polka, who led your team in home runs last year, hitting second. He must have picked somebody else to win the uh, home he's got, run. He's, he's got a different. He's got a different pool going on. He's got a different pool. Uh, but I don't know if you can pull up Polka's numbers, but Polka's got 14 at bats. He's got zero hits right now. That's a problem. And, and he's got six strikeouts. And you know what? We're keeping you in the lineup for your bat, buddy. Right. It's not because you're your glove. Yeah, that's a problem. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I had a feeling there was going to be a sophomore slump. And here's my overreaction. Here's my hot overreaction take. Hot take. <laughs> He might not get 15 home runs this year. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I'm going to mark that yeah, mark right that, now. Mark, All right. Mark that one okay. as Nick overreaction. Perfect. Bets. Perfect. Uh, you know, and Eloy's, Eloy's got two hits and 15 at bats. Hey. He, he can't hit a breaking ball to save his life. Now, yesterday during the, the uh, it was a three o'clock game. I was at work later because uh, of a meeting that I didn't schedule. Um, <laughs> and uh, I couldn't uh, I couldn't access MLB TV because, you know, it was a local game and I couldn't get into my login for NBC Sports Chicago. So I'm stuck with the ESPN Gamecast, right? Yeah. Uh, where they just blop the like the pitches of where they're coming in. And then they've got, you know, kind of like this really weak um, animation going on. But what's interesting with this game cast is you see the pitches of uh, like how they're pitching a batter. Okay. You see the zone that's being attacked and they keep the pitches up throughout the whole at bat. They just don't vanish pitch yeah, after yeah, pitch. Right. Amazing. When you, when you really pay attention to Aloy's uh, at bats, he is getting peppered with curveball, slider, yeah, yeah. breaking ball, break, and they're all in the zone. It's the show me, right? It, it, yeah, it really. It, it, show me you can hit this. Absolutely, son. Jeff. You yeah. are you are a hundred percent. They are going to continue to give him a diet of breaking balls until he can show that you can hit it. All right, he's going two for three tomorrow, and he's going to hit his first home run <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. It's a, against Kluber. Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Might as well go big, man. Go big against a All guy right. like like Kluber. Here's Polka's numbers. You yeah. asked for him. I got him <laughs> for you. All right. 14 at bats, no hits, one RBI uh, because he got one walk. He must have walk, walked in that. I think he got hit on the foot, run. if I remember correctly. Uh, 
and uh, six strikeouts, uh, on base percentage of point zero six seven, slugging zero, and an OPS of zero six seven. Um, so you know, big 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 numbers. He's on he's on pace. Some to, might say he's pressing a little too much. He's yeah. on pace to hit forty. Yeah, Home, maybe forty forty OPS. <laughs> Look, I'm going to have to revisit your numbers, but you had him just I, hitting the, yeah, that, the hell out of the ball. That's one I think I got. And you've got bonus because he came up right away. <laughs> um, uh, so, look, I, I think, you know, if, if this offense continues to trend, and, uh, boy, we hope it doesn't. And I, we've we've seen when the weather warms up, the Sox team uh, tends to react with that. Uh, the hitting coach, Todd Stevenson, is really – He's he's on the hot seat. I mean, this is his fifth year with the club, and he hasn't done much. Okay, he came in in 2014, and the Sox, uh, you know, hit 253, which was 16th best. 2015, they hit 250 as a team, which was 22 in the bigs. 2016 was his was his heyday. We had 257 as a team, that was 13th in major league baseball 2017 256 which was middle of the pack and last year we talked about uh, before we were ranked 22nd uh, in offense a 242 team average okay those numbers are horrible horrible numbers okay and i'm I'm looking at a hitting coach especially the way the Sox are going to be trending here this year and next year bringing up guys like uh, Luis Robert and, um, you know, some, some guys that are going to be playing their first baseball in the States, okay? And the, what I saw with Makata last year, and he seemed like he might be fi- figuring things, things out. I don't know if, if Stevenson, is, like if this was his big project, but between Makata and Eloy, I'm just not seeing what I want to see. And it's not just hits and average and it's situational hitting. Yeah. It's man on second, nobody out. And I got guys pulling the ball. Yeah. I got McCann hitting behind uh, Anderson. Anderson gets on, on base with a leadoff double and McCann's trying to pull the ball. Yeah. You got to shoot it the other way. We need, or you need to drive something. So Anderson can tag up and get to third with one out. You know what I'm saying? That stuff it just, yes, this is an overreaction, but if you've watched enough White Sox baseball over the years, and if you're listening to the podcast, I'm, you have. This happens every single year. Yeah. You know, I... So yeah, pretty anemic so far on the on the offensive side, with the exception of a couple of, of players who have who have excelled. Now, last year, uh, Sacks won the first two games of the season. And, uh, you know, people went absolutely crazy. And then they, then they ended up going three and five in their first eight and then lost 14 of the next 16 games. So the, the, the bottom fell off. Okay, they, they won their first two and then, you know, all hell broke loose. Is this the end of the world? It's not. It's not. But you can get into some bad trends, man. You can get into some really bad I, I want. I don't want to say a slump because we're only four games in, but things can start snowballing in a negative way. Yeah, you know. So that's yeah. why when you said going back to your point, it's a lot better at two and two than one and three. Because if you win that game yesterday, you win it. You lock them down. You yeah. keep a lead, 
and you and you stick it in Cleveland's face on their home opener, a team that just completely pounded us last year. Yeah, and they're all division games too to start out with. And this division is is pretty bunched up right now. You're looking at the Royals and Twins tied at the top at two and one. Then you got the Indians at two and two, Tigers at two and three, Sox at at, at one and three. And it just you don't want to dig yourself an early hole either. No. That's what you see bad teams do as well, where you 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 get down early and you're you know eight or nine games under 500 and you're Mm -hmm. you know you're eight or nine games out early and then you're just then it's that battle you got to take a long winning streak to get close to 500 or back to 500 and it's just you never want to lose a bunch of ground early so i just i i would have loved to see them close out that Mm -hmm. that the 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 game that they had the 3-1 lead in but it didn't happen so let's see what they do over the next you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine games, and 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 pulse check uh, in a in a couple of weeks. And, yeah. You know, but yeah. but man, if you don't see if if you don't see something significant change with the bullpen and on the defense, I don't know that you're going to see anything significantly change with the with the win loss record. I mean, you got guys out of the bullpen like Covey Jones. I'm done with Nate Jones. I am tired of this. Uh, Burr Fry. You know, these guys, uh, these guys are, they're brought in not to walk people. Okay. If anything, just don't walk people. It's unbelievable. Our bullpen's got a nine ERA. Yeah. I mean, aside from Herrera and Colome, I I don't have faith in any of these guys. Uh, You know, for starting pitching, though, it's a little bit of a different story. I mean, Gio... Boy, he switched up his mechanics in the offseason, and they had a split screen uh, on Sunday, and you could tell noticeably. He's hiding the ball better. He's looking more confident. He's coming over on over the top. Uh, he looked good. He really looked good like he was in command. I, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to his second start. Um, you know, Nova looked pretty good yesterday. I mean, Lopez was a mess. Uh, he threw like 85 pitches through three innings, which – Buddy, oh yeah, I mean he 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 picked up right where he left off. Exactly <laughs> in, in in spring you, training. You quoted a, the numbers in spring training, one yeah. of our last spring training yeah. podcasts. Yeah, that's a real concern. I mean, that's a big big hole in your starting pitching lineup if 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 he's not going to pitch well. Yeah, it. Rodan, you know, I thought he 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 gutted it out um, opening day. Uh, I can't imagine what it's like for a starting pitcher to have to wait through a two-hour weather delay. You know, you're in a, a certain routine and you're ramping yourself up for that that start time, mm-hmm. and then you're, you're then you're sitting around and you know it's a two-hour delay. Uh, yeah, I thought Renteria kept him way too long in the game. I mean, he hit a hundred pitches, and Renteria still wasn't going to pull the hook on him. Um, and that was an odd, that was definitely an odd move uh, from Renteria, especially with a day off the next day. Might as well use your bullpen, buddy. I mean, you've got a day off built in. So so let me, let, let me throw something interesting by you. There are one, two, three, four, five. There's six teams that haven't played a home game yet. Okay. Okay. Let me give you the records. Sure. Of of these six teams, and tell me if you're surprised or, or is there or is there maybe a trend mm-hmm. with 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 the teams you started on okay. on, on the road? Baltimore three and one away, mm-hmm. okay. They haven't played a home game. Uh, Detroit, their records two and three. 
Houston, their records two and three. The Sox, one and three. Boston, one and four. Angels, one and four. Hmm. I mean, some of those are surprising, surprising numbers. The Baltimore one jumps out at me because they're playing the Yankees. Right. But they're they're the only team out of out of those five did i say five or they're the only team out of the six that haven't played a home game that have a winning record right now yeah that one is surprising i mean you know they were uh, picked to be uh, the worst team in major league baseball by uh, just about everybody um so yeah uh, I, 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 is I it yankees are just that. that bad which is shocking um yeah you know. what are some of your surprises as you kind of look around the I mean, Seattle's record, you know, who we're, oh, we'll talk about in a little bit. I mean, because we're going to have to face them in our home opener. Seattle's sitting at what, five and one, six and one, atop, six and one, yeah. Atop the AL West, which is supposed to be Houston's division, you know, not even, not, no, no question about it. I mean, Christian Yelich for the Brewers. <laughs> I know. I mean, what that dude picked up there? right where he left off. Um, the Bosox and the Yanks, you know, their struggles really shock me. Um, I guess you have to say, have to say, you know, the Cubs and what where they're at. I yeah, mean, let's be honest. That's not the start anybody anybody expected, and not in that division no. because it looks like the Cardinals can, are coming to play. Yeah, the Brewers look like a really good ball club. I watched a little bit of the yep. some of those uh, Brewers uh, Cardinals games. Boy, Brewers look like they've got themselves in place to go yeah you're absolutely right that's a division you know similar to what we were talking about with the with the Sox in the central the the nl central is not a division that you want to lose ground in early you got the brewers already off to a four and one start everybody else cardinals are two and three but they had to play the brewers right out of the gate but everybody else is kind of scuffling but Mm -hmm. you know if you if you let the brewers go hog wild you'll be chasing them absolutely uh, i'm let me give you Yelich's yeah. stat line too: yeah. seventeen at bats, four home runs, four twelve batting average, yeah. uh, eight RBIs, uh, five sixty five um, on base percentage. He's slugging twelve thirty five. You know, good on the Brewers. I mean, good on the Milwaukee Brewers. They spent their last year's off season and they went after some players, uh, and they gave some players like Lorenzo Kane another shot and. You know, here, here they made you know the couple other moves this off season, and they're and they're not letting these teams like the Cubs or the Cardinals scare them away. No, no. Uh, and there, there's some talk too that they might be in the mix for uh, Craig uh, um, Kimbrell. Oh, the, yeah. Well, the, I'm the shocked. Yeah. Well, here, there's your other surprise. No, Keuchel and Kimbrell yeah, right, still sitting around. Right. I know. I know. You know, having you know throwing simulated games. Um, that was that's pretty surprising to me. Just some of those teams that we rattled off, uh, the Harper situation. I thought it was hilarious. He got booed. Uh, his <laughs> his home. Okay, so he got booed tonight too. But uh, his his home debut uh, in Philly, he gets booed uh, for striking out <laughs> what one or two times, and then tonight, um, Phillies are in Washington. Yeah. And he got booed. Oh, I oh bet. my yeah. goodness! Yeah. Before we were uh, before we uh, recorded this, I was watching some of the footage. He got booed, <laughs> and then he struck out, and nice. he got booed even yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, they hate yeah. his guts over there. That's all right. He's Absolutely. got a ton of money in that wallet. Yeah, he's that, got, uh, uh, he's do you be... do you want the Machado stat line? Yeah. Well, too? this is Machado watch. We have okay. to because right. yeah. we have to compare these with Tim Anderson throughout the season. Well, here. that was the thing. I didn't know if we should be comparing to. 
Anderson or Mancada because Machado's playing third base for I see. for for the Padres. I so, see. Um, well, uh, here's what okay. I got. Well, I I got all three of them. Yeah. So we we talked about Mancada before. Anderson's also off to a pretty good offensive start. At Twelve at bats. He's got uh, one stolen base, one strikeout, one RBI, and four hits, batting three thirty three and hmm. slugging about four hundred. Machado, but he, but he's got uh, Anderson's got the two errors yeah. in, in the field, critical, and he's uh, yeah. So the problem there, Machado, no errors, and you know he's got a one thousand fielding percentage, but stat line real close to Anderson's in terms of same amount of hits, same amount of um, uh, RBIs. He's got more strikeouts though. He struck out five times okay. and he's only batting mm-hmm. 222 right now mm-hmm. and slugging a slugging 222. So I would guess that'll come around, but yeah. you know, yeah. something early, but I think so far the socks are, well, we're going to continue to watch yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying socks dodge a bullet? There? No, <laughs> I'm still thinking. Yeah. I, I'd rather. Yeah. I, I'm thinking if you got Machado, I still in have that, nightmares in that uh, infield. Yeah, you're not throwing the ball around the same way. And it really is. They're throwing the ball around. They can't hit cutoff guys. They're over. Th- it's the same old stuff. Uh, I've got one more. Yeah. Um, one more surprise here, but uh, just want to remind everybody what you're actually listening to here because we kind of started out. Like just, you know, a couple of just insane humans. Uh, <laughs> you are listening to Good Guys Talk Back. We are uh, all White Sox all the time. Uh, you are fan-centric, your blue-collar podcast. Uh, I am Nick Morawski, and across from me is Jeff Julian. Try to do this on a weekly uh, basis. Uh, follow us uh, at Twitter, at GoodGuysTB. You can like that Facebook page of ours. Just find us somewhere on Facebook and uh and like us, and you can subscribe to the podcast and find it just about everywhere, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Um, so, and and thank you so much for being with us since uh, day one. If you if you've been with us for all these, we're at episode sixteen already. We started 16. back in early December. Um, and if you're just finding us for the first time, welcome, and hopefully you pass us along and you stick with us uh, through the season. I, the other big surprise to me are the MLB extensions. Yes. I am in yeah. shock what happened after the Trout extension. You know, Sox uh, extended Eloy, you know, screw service time. And then it has just been a waterfall. I mean, I, I mean we're, we almost might be up to a dozen. Yeah. From Sale to Arenado. Um, yeah, Verlander got extended. Uh, I think, I think the Cardinals might extend a Goldschmidt, uh, it, on and on. I mean, like we had said, if the Sox are looking to have a seat at the table next off season, there ain't going to be a table. Right. And we talked about that before. Not, not only did you telegraph to the rest of the league <laughs> that you're not, you're not willing to pay the big money. It doesn't matter now because there won't be anybody to pay the big money Absolutely. to because everybody's staying home and and getting rich on extensions. What a trend and it's out of nowhere! Favorable for the teams too because they the don't fans. have to and and yeah and the fans. I, yeah. I think so. I mean, hey, if a team know if a team knows what they have and they do not want that player to test for it, go ahead, throw them money early. Yeah, and I think some of these players, a lot of them, are saying, and and maybe Verlander actually went out and said this. 
look, I saw what happened with Harper and Machado this offseason. I don't want to play that game. I like where I'm at, and let's get it done. Yeah, right, exactly. So if the Sox are thinking in our grand scheme of things, in our 2020, 2021, not only do we have these prospects and this talent that we're going to groom, but we're also we're going to be picking during free agency. No, 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 you're not. You had your shot, and you blew it. Yeah, Okay. Right, right. So these prospects better hit, unfortunately. You know, totally. Unless you're using some of them potentially for some trades uh, around uh, the trade deadline or in the off season, or, you know, you got some guys that do test the market. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, some other stuff going on, uh, with the socks. Um, you know, we've got the home opener coming up in a couple days. Uh, are you, but you losing your mind yet? Are you, are you ready? Are you excited? I'm beyond excited, but I've been, I've been following the weather, uh, since <laughs> you were able to get the weather. So on certain, <laughs> On certain websites, you can get the weather like 12 to 15 days out, <laughs> right. all right? And I've been following it, and it's been saying rain in 40s. Some of them said 50. It's saying rain for this entire time. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to change. It's going to change. It's going to change. Now we're sitting at uh, Tuesday, and, and we're, we're seeing rain uh, for sure. On the, I'm, I'm hearing yeah, it's going to be in the morning. It's going to be in the morning. But so. I mean, are, are, are you just, is this any weather forecast? Are you going with Chicago's very own uh, Tommy Skilling on uh, Oh, you know I go with Tom. <laughs> well, hey, guys. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Tom Skilling is my go-to. But it's I'm, Thursday, right? The, thir- the, the fourth. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm verifying. Trust, trust, but yeah. verify. Um, I'm hearing it's going to be uh, some rain in the morning, um, and they're going to they're going to hopefully get that game in. But we're looking right. at like high 30s, low 40s. Well, this is news to me, and I'll I'll screen cap this and 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 post it to the Facebook page. But right now, the WGN website for Thursday is showing a high of 421 degrees. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I'm okay. dead serious. Look at this. Look at. 421 degrees for <laughs> you got to take a picture of that that and, is and, and 36 for a low all right so well hey man it's gonna be balmy out there at the ballpark i might need to i might need to rethink my clothing options uh 80 percent uh chance of participation 80 percent chance of skin peeling uh 420 interesting all right well we'll keep an eye on that uh but uh uh, listen, I- I'm excited for the home opener. You know, uh, there's something about it. There's, right? there's absolutely something about it. Uh, unfortunately, there's a ton of tickets still available, but I mean, there's just you know, hopefully that change. There'll be a bunch of walk-ups, maybe. I, there's just something about experiencing um, you know baseball for the first time in the new year at your home place, and uh, you know, we're, unfortunately, we're going to be seeing a very hot Seattle team. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the Shy Town, uh, Shy Socks. I'm sorry, Bar and Grill opening at 6:30 a.m. Get yourself <laughs> over there. Um, and uh, you know, we, we we saw some new food and drink options being peppered in. Before we get to the to the Goose Island stuff, I want to. I just want to touch in on this month to month season pass thing that you that you found, and and I had seen it too, but it struck you, huh? This is something else, man. And 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 for me. This is something, okay, you've got season tickets, yeah. okay? So, and, you know, you've been very kind and generous to me to say, hey, you want to go to a game? Yeah, Great. we'll keep doing that. Uh, yeah. But for for me, who 
who could who could see myself like maybe in July or August mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being like, you know what? I could go to five or six games this month. I sure. could find some time mm-hmm. to, to to do that. This is awesome yeah. because for 50 for 50 bucks a month, you get access to 11 games. Your one ticket. One you get you get one ticket. Okay. And they pick where it's at depending mm-hmm. on the game, but beyond that it's it's yeah. 50 bucks for 11 games and you can cancel um each that, month that is pretty nice when you're done yeah and so even if you were to even if it was you know if i was like janet let's go to some Sox games mm-hmm. uh in mm-hmm. in august yeah we'll buy two of these passes that's a hundred bucks you could go to you could even only use four games and you mm-hmm. still would save more than if you we're buying four of those games yeah. individually. Yeah, you know? look, if you're a teacher or something, if you've got your summers off or you've got some kids and they've got the summer off or you've got relatives in town that want to be going to some games here and there, that's a, that is a, a pretty attractive option. The, the thing that holds me back is I don't know where I'm, where I'm sitting. You know, sure. I, like to, I like to have my consistent, you know. A- absolutely. But the way I look at this is you're, you're buying your way into the ballpark and everything that happens within the mm-hmm. ballpark. So sure, sure yeah, you're hey, going to go sit down at, at your it. seats for a couple innings, but yeah. maybe you walk over to the craft cave or maybe you're yeah. out on the concourse yeah. or, you know, there, there's a lot to do on a, at a baseball game mm-hmm. on a day that's really nice out mm-hmm. in the summer, you know, Agreed. a nice hot summer yeah. day. And I just yeah. I thought this was a really fascinating, good idea to get some people into the park mm-hmm. in in a way that maybe they wouldn't do if they could only buy a couple of games sure, or if sure. they had to commit to a long yeah. package. Like this felt very this this felt like a modern take mm-hmm. on getting people into your ballpark. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah, that was that was something I saw. Uh, I, I might've got an email from the Sox or something by, and I saw it on their website. And then when you, when you texted me today, I'm like, we definitely got to bring that up. Cause that's, a, that's a good point. Uh, and the fact that you can stop, you know, uh, month after month, it's almost like a, you know, a month to month gym membership or something, yeah. you know? Uh, right. and if I can't use the tickets, maybe someone can, and I'll, you know, we'll figure yeah. that out, th- that out later, but, uh, that is a nice option. Um, and if you're at the ballpark, uh, this year and you're not sitting in your seats and you're roaming around and you're seeing what kind of food options and what have you is available. You know, more information's coming out about this goose Island thing. I don't know if you've seen some of these articles. Are you getting excited uh, about that now? Is there, are you, well, I'm looking forward just to seeing what, you know, it, cause I've seen some in construction pictures. I haven't seen the whole thing up and running. You know, it's again in right field. It's this goose Island. It's above where the, uh, the bullpen sports bar, which it used to be called, now it's called the Craft Cave. It's it's above that area, and uh, you know obviously Goose Island is going all in and sponsoring it. Um, you've got you got a full weight staff uh, for food, seats with thirty two inch TVs and outlets to charge phones in this section. Wow! You've got this waterfall uh, feature that kind of goes around the section, and they're supposed to you know, kick it off on opening day to kind of show you the function of this waterfall and what it actually, uh, I think, I don't think the, the water's shooting up. It's more just like cascading over this <laughs> bring a poncho and bring a poncho. If you're in a section next okay. to it, uh, uh-huh. but they also have a 10, a, a 10 foot fiberglass goose, uh, like, like the goose, like the handle at a bar, uh, in, uh, in the right field and love it 
and I, I I can't imagine the amount of security around this area. Uh, and then when, when you're you know you're looking to get some drinks, they've got a a faux redline uh, CTA car. Uh, they're modeling like the little bar, the little kiosk stand where you're going to get your beer after a red line car on the CTA. Will it smell? <laughs> how will <laughs> it's authentic? Jeff. How will it smell? <laughs> it's authentic down okay. to the smells from okay. what I've been told. All right. From good. what I've well, been told. So, that's uh, that's really the most important. thing. That's why you, you need to know what you're going to order, get in and you, get out. You want you want accuracy in right. your experiences. So walk me through. You're, do you have an opening day, like home opener? Sure. Do you have a routine? Uh, home opener, I've got the uh, Sox Pride DVD that I usually watch. <laughs> I, I listen. What time? Uh, I'm usually up around 5, 5.30, you know, just kind of because I can't sleep. Okay. So I'm up All and right. I'll start sifting through some old media guides. Um, I'll watch some Sox Pride. I'll listen to the full Back in Black album. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, you know, and then I start get gearing up and uh, we're going to we're going to drive down and obviously we'll we'll park and maybe just, you know, bring some sandwiches and such and do a little do a little tailgate if the weather's okay. Meet up with well, some it's other It's going to be it's going to be hot. 421 <laughs> degrees. Uh, that pavement, <laughs> it's going to be extra extra uh, You might want to tailgate in the car. Yeah, those shins, uh, yeah. those calves yeah. are going to get some extra heat. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just I sure enjoy it. Uh, yeah. and I haven't had lately uh, last year it, it was, uh, what in the thirties and it snowed for two innings. Yeah. The year before it got rained out. Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, they're calling for, it's either going to rain or be 421. Right. So, uh, is, it, you know, is, is the opener, the sweatshirt to the, it's the, the long the, sleeve the tee. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. And folks, if you're going to the, uh, to the, to the home opener or any game, don't print your tickets out. Boy, they do not want you printing your tickets out. You are just going to be using your mobile phone, uh, your cell. Uh, <laughs> I said mobile phone, and it sounded weird. I don't know. I mean, I... I, I, I feel I, like the, the word mobile should leave the yeah, term mobile phone. I like, usually <laughs> use cell phone or, or just phone. Uh, I think you should just use but, phone, yeah. But mobile is fine. I mean... <laughs> Uh, what like your cordless what, bring your cordless phone from and see if you can get how much paper are people using on these tickets that there are is it the old like foldable paper with the <laughs> look there you just can't you cannot print when you buy tickets you cannot print out the ticket they don't anymore. want it no it's got to be all through this app all right, all right. Uh, unless you go to the uh unless you go to the box office you'll get actual ticket stubs still that's um, which it still exists. The socks still have at least some way to get stubs. Now, do you like to walk right to your seat and take a deep breath and look at the field, or do you or do you do a, a walk around? I do a walk get? around, okay. and I'm definitely going to do one because I want to see this uh, smelly old rail car that they're going to be <laughs> slinging drinks out of. Uh, but I go to the statues and I go in the concourse. I like to see Canerco, the blue seat where Canerco hit the home run, the World Series. Uh, you know, check out where the stands are uh, in terms of like food stands, drink stands, just so I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do a couple laps, you know, see any little amenities that are new. And then I'd like to be definitely, uh, you know, I want to be in my seat for, uh, you know, for the anthem. Excellent. So, I'm excited, yeah. man. It's, right. uh, I mean, this team can still, hey, it's early. This was the overreaction yeah. episode, yeah. but we, we both it know yeah. it's early mm -hmm. and, 
you what what do they usually say 25 30 games before you can really start getting a a, a true judgment on yeah, a baseball most team people, most so people say i that. mean yeah you're you're I told you I was on some it. blood pressure medication <laughs> over this weekend. I had to switch up. I had to get my meds all situated. I know. I, I had one of those stress balls. Right. And my sodium count was, uh, my right. levels were all out of whack. Yeah, thank already. God there's not a game going on right now while we're trying to record. Yeah. That is the nice thing with these, with these weird April day offs. Yeah. You know, I can yeah. sleep a little bit easier. So yeah. as you look at the next five or six games, what, what do you honestly think is is a reasonable uh, outcome to to hope for as you look at you know you got obviously you got the Mariners and that's going to be a tough yeah a tough series but what do you what do you kind of after after they get that with Cleveland of course so mm-hmm. you know as you kind of look as we as as we you know we're usually recording on Tuesday or Wednesday mm-hmm. so we're yeah. going to finish up the Indians then you got three with the Mariners and then. Uh, three with the Rays, and that kind of yeah. gets us somewhere mm-hmm. near our our next recording. I, I, I still, I mean, I I'm I'm thinking you can go five hundred. I, I really do, um, especially once you get at home, get I, some I, home cooking. I, I I'm curious to see the follow up for for Giolito. Um, I'm curious of seeing Radon tomorrow. You know, he's you know Radon's match against Kluber tomorrow. It, hey, the Indians aren't the team we thought they were right now. You know, they've got some injuries. They haven't been hitting the ball. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what Radon comes back with after his his opening day performance. Um, this is interesting, too. It's all daytime baseball. Yeah. The next yeah. six games, seven games are all 12-10 mm-hmm. and 1-10 starts. Yeah, so. this is when I start coming up with weird appointments that I have to, uh, <laughs> right. you know, leave work early for <laughs> right. and uh, podiatrist. Right. And yeah. I get uh, this, that, and the other. All but, the uh, checkups. Yeah. No, hey, positive stuff. Uh, we're early, but uh, you know some things to just kind of keep your eye on here. Um, but uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us and our first uh, podcast during the actual season. That's right. Um, That's looking on. forward to more of these as the season rolls on. Uh, for Jeff Julian, I am Nick Morawski. This is Good Guys Talk Back, your Chicago White Sox podcast, fan centric and blue collar. Go Sox. 